April 27th, the book of Luke, chapter 23, verses 13 through 43. Then Pilate called together the leading priests and other religious leaders along with the people, and he announced his verdict. You brought this man to me, accusing him of leading a revolt. I have examined him thoroughly on this point in your presence and find him innocent. Herod came to the same conclusion and sent him back to us. Nothing this man has done calls for the death penalty. So I will have him flogged, but then I will release him. Then a mighty roar rose from the crowd, and with one voice they shouted, Kill him, and release Barabbas to us. Barabbas was in prison for murder and for taking part in an insurrection in Jerusalem against the government. Pilate argued with them, because he wanted to release Jesus. But they shouted, Crucify him! Crucify him! For the third time he demanded, Why? What crime has he committed? I have found no reason to sentence him to death. I will therefore flog him and let him go. But the crowd shouted louder and louder for Jesus' death, and their voices prevailed. So Pilate sentenced Jesus to die as they demanded. As they had requested, he released Barabbas, the man in prison for insurrection and murder. But he delivered Jesus over to them to do as they wished. As they led Jesus away, Simon of Cyrene, who was coming in from the country just then, was forced to follow Jesus and carry his cross. Great crowds trailed along behind, including many grief-stricken women. But Jesus turned and said to them, Daughters of Jerusalem, don't weep for me, but weep for yourselves and for your children. For the days are coming when they will say, Fortunate indeed are the women who are childless, the wombs that have not borne a child, and the breasts that have never nursed. People will beg the mountains to fall on them, and the hills to bury them. For if these things are done when the tree is green, what will happen when it is dry? Two others, both criminals, were led out to be executed with him. Finally, they came to a place called the Skull. All three were crucified there, Jesus on the center cross and the two criminals on either side. Jesus said, Father, forgive these people, because they don't know what they are doing. And the soldiers gambled for his clothes by throwing dice. The crowd watched, and the leaders laughed and scoffed. He saved others, they said. Let him save himself if he's really God's chosen one, the Messiah. The soldiers mocked him, too, by offering him a drink of sour wine. They called out to him, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. A signboard was nailed to the cross above him with these words, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals hanging beside him scoffed, So you're the Messiah, are you? Prove it by saving yourself and us too while you're at it. But the other criminal protested, Don't you fear God even when you're dying? We deserve to die for our evil deeds, but this man hasn't done anything wrong. And then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus replied, I assure you, today you will be with me in paradise. Jesus asked his disciples who do men say that I am. And they had many answers to ask to, to, to respond to Jesus. And Jesus, the revelation of God fell upon Peter. 
And Jesus inquired from Peter, who do men say I am? And Peter says, you are the son of the living God. You are the Messiah. Jesus says that flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my father who is in heaven. Goes to show us something here that is very peculiar and very distinct. Uh, that the other disciples were operating in the flesh. They were hearing what people were saying. They were not hearing what God was saying. Because when God begins to speak through revelation, God begins to speak to the spirit. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It is your spirit that is engaged to hear what God is saying from heaven to earth. The Bible says whatever you bind on earth shall be loosed. Shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven because there is a revelation. Somebody say revelation in this place. The Bible says my people perish for lack of vision. When we look at the context of vision, we look at the incubation of revelation. When we see revelation, we are seeing a vision. God is speaking his heart to man. Showing man what he is seeing from a higher dimension in the earth. And now man is to take the revelation of God and begin to walk with it. Moses said, God, I will not leave this place lest your glory goes ahead of me. Because God, I have seen your revelation. God, I have seen your power. God, I have seen your working in Egypt. And God, I cannot leave this place lest your presence goes ahead of me. God, I carry a revelation of who you are. The Bible says in him we move and live and have our being. My sufficiency, your sufficiency is in God. So we carry a revelation of who God is, who is Jesus Christ. It starts at the stage of understanding that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God and the word came and became flesh and now began to dwell among us now we began to walk with Emmanuel meaning God with us praise God and now God is no longer God Emmanuel but he is God in us for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty through God through the pulling down of strongholds casting down every imagination and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God